0: Hey everyone, this is Isaac Maddox And I'm the pastor of Activate Church And this is our podcast Remember, you can subscribe to our podcast And subscribe to our YouTube channel Follow us on Facebook and Instagram I hope this message blesses you Encourages you, builds your faith And I hope you enjoy the message yeah this is our new sponsor just happens to be WestJet and we uh, I don't know it's again it's cheesy but it's true and it's real and I think it you know makes the point the whole secret Santa the whole be Santa to someone is be Jesus to someone find a way this Christmas this is on a grand commercial scale but they still didn't have to do it it's obviously a great idea to market and commercial their company but as individuals representing Christ our lives, on small scales or big scales, do whatever you can this season to blow someone away, to uh, surprise someone. And you know, oftentimes we think one day, I mean, I, I'm when I just have enough money or enough opportunity or enough time, um, I am going to really find a way to bless someone or or show up and surprise someone or make someone's Christmas. And the truth of it is, sometimes that time never comes. There's never enough money. Every time me and you know Carrie or Carrie got pregnant, really. Um, we always, we were never ready. It was never, uh, you know, the, the house was in perfect order, the car was in perfect order, and, you know, there was enough money, insurance was figured out, and everything was in line. That perfect life that we're waiting for until we really step in and give to people, um, probably isn't going to happen, uh, exactly the way we think. And so, anyways, that's kind of where we're at as a church, and, uh, especially over the next week, let's find ways to surprise people, um, Let's spend a few minutes. I just want to read the story of the birth of Christ here in the book of Matthew, chapter 1. Um, Book of Matthew, chapter 1, verses 18. I'll just read a few verses, and then we're going to... We're actually going to baptize someone this morning. and um, As a church, we do spontaneous baptisms. Not that we've actually done them, because no one has actually done a spontaneous baptism. (laughs) But we... We're open to it. We're, be our first. Um, where we have, the point is, we just started, we just built this thing. I don't know if Alex is here, but this is, uh, Alex handcrafted this thing, um, and it's semi-safe, and it holds water, and it's warmer than it used to be, and, um, and uh, no, but this morning, if, uh, if you want to be baptized, or um, if, uh, if you've never given your life to Jesus, this morning, uh, we can, uh, we're going to pray in a few minutes. And uh, you can accept Jesus into your life. That's, that's really doesn't even take a prayer. All it is is faith saying and allowing God to come into your life. And if you want to be baptized and you say, well, you know what? Today, it's a Christmas service. It's the last service of the year. Uh, why not? Let's go. Let's, I don't want to wait any longer. I understand there's family involved, and it is important. It's a special event. But sometimes you just need to seize the moment. And today is the day of salvation and jump in the tank. And we have some shirts and some shorts and some towels, so if that's you and you want to this morning, let one of us know uh, with tags or just let somebody know, and if someone tells you, come let us know, and it'll be a chain of events. I don't know, but if you want to get baptized, we'd love to do that. Book of Matthew chapter 1, verses 18, it says, now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows. After his mother, Mary, was betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Spirit. So all this was done that it might fulfill which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated, God with us. Then Joseph, being aroused from sleep, and did as the angel of the Lord commanded, and took to him his wife, and did not know her until she had brought forth her firstborn son, and he called his name Jesus. It's incredible that... that Emmanuel means God with us. It's one of the, the first times, and it's, it's, it's one of the ways that God revealed himself, which is interesting because usually um, God would say, you know, I'm with you, or I'm, I'm the gate, I'm the vine, I'm the good shepherd, I'm the cornerstone. And at this point, God reveals himself through Jesus as God with us, which is a, a, a human's perspective, which is the perspective from, from us, which we would say God is with us. Not just, I'm with you. We've got technology just going off. Vic, I appreciate that. This Christmas spirit breaking forth in the couch. <laughs> What's going on? It's the Bible? That was the Bible. I appreciate that. That was beautiful. The word of God was coming forth off the phones. Oh, Vic, we love you. I love you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, brother. Um, and, sorry, I was hearing this thing out of the side. Emmanuel, God with us. And, and, <laughs> it's still going. It's good. It's powerful. I love phones. I love technology. It's wonderful. Um, Vic, turn that off. Is that off? Okay. That's good. That's good. I want my wife to have to beat you up right now. Um, So, God with us. And and, and so much so, I believe that God was revealing himself in Jesus, saying, this is about to become real. Um, This isn't just going to be a proclamation of, or a revelation of God to you. I'm coming to you and you're going to know it. And Jesus took on flesh and bone and became like us and revealed himself from our perspective. Yet he's still revealing himself. Emmanuel's coming, Emmanuel's coming, Emmanuel's coming, which means God is with us. That we would never be without a shadow of a doubt to say he's with us. God's with us. This is who Jesus is. This is what he's all about. That this isn't something that he does. that, That Jesus... Wants to be with us. This is what courses through his veins. This is what makes him tick. This is what he's all about. That God is with us. He wants to be with us. He's not angry at us. Actually, his whole entire life, his whole destiny, what he was all about was to be with us. So Jesus is revealed. You're going to know. You're going to know. And you can imagine Joseph, you know, as a young boy, this isn't probably how he dreamed his wedding day would go as all young boys, you know, dream and think about that day. And, um, or at least this isn't what he thought about. I don't think he thought, well, yeah, this is cool. My, my, my girlfriend, um, my teenage future wife here uh, is pregnant by the Holy Spirit. Think about it. We read the story because we read the story all the time and you just get used to hearing it sometimes, but I don't think this is what Joseph expected it to go down. This is not what he expected. And think about what he had to deal with. Think about the, the unprecedented story and testimony that he had. All of a sudden, he's with his friends. He's doing life. And this girl that he's not even actually married to is pregnant. And he has to explain it to everybody. And he has to live with that. This unnormal, not really up to his expectations, not the way that he saw life probably happening. And for us, this is probably one of the biggest things that we deal with, especially when it comes to Jesus, especially when we encounter Jesus. That my life isn't going the way I thought, or things have happened not what I expected. And you can imagine, Joseph, this is not at all even close to what he ever would have expected. His wife got pregnant by God. I mean, could you imagine walking around? Yeah, no. She's showing. What's going on? Your wife, you know, been eating a lot? And No, she's pregnant. Oh, you guys aren't even married. Yeah, because God got her pregnant. Oh, <laughs> of course. Absolutely, Joseph. Awesome. High five. can imagine what he, she had to deal with, but yet God was in the middle of it. And how true for all of our lives that Jesus is with us. We just might not always see it and so yeah we have to have faith and we have to believe and there's a continual revelation that he's with us whenever it comes to Jesus I know that I know even in seed form in pregnancy form Emmanuel he's with me he's with us he's with you it it might not be fully evident we might not fully understand it and it's not going the way we thought there's a lot of preconceptions and a lot of expectations and a lot of things that we have to let go we have to let go And even as Joseph, in this day and age, this is probably one of the worst things that could have ever happened to him, because he was a man of integrity. And for it to be questioned probably tore him apart, but yet he had to deal with it. And all of our lives, we have things that we wish we didn't have to deal with, and we wish it wouldn't have gone down that way, but it did. And so this morning, we have to let it go. We have to let it go. Things didn't go the way we thought, but our faith is in the fact that He is with us. Emmanuel is with us. God is with me. And for the rest of my life, that will only become more evident. And my faith is in that. He'll never leave you nor forsake you. He's with you. He's with you. He's not against you. He's with you. And so, yeah, things might not always work out, but the revelation that He is with you and He loves you and He has a plan for you, that will only become more real. And it says in Romans... The famous verse, Romans chapter 8. It says, there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. So Christ is with us. Emmanuel is with us. Jesus is with us. And there is therefore now no condemnation. And, And now, today, now. There is therefore now, now, today. Not when you get everything cleaned up. Not when you get sinless or perfect or your church attendance or you invite a few people and you get back whatever the 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 list is it's in the bible i didn't make this up it's today now right now there's no condemnation there is therefore now today this moment condemnation what condemns you this morning we have to let it go we have to let it go anything up until this point when it comes to Jesus, when it comes to Emmanuel, he is with you, he is for you, he loves you. And I'm not just preaching, this is truth. It's got to be let go. Church attendance, let it go. Maybe this is your first time in church this year. Thank you for coming. I'll be the first one to break the condemnation off of you. I'm so glad you're not at home watching football and you are in church. Good job. That's awesome. Well, that's not what my mama said. Hey, you know what? I love your mama. But there's no condemnation. Let it go this morning. Maybe it's finances. Maybe it's something you did. Whatever it is, let it go this morning. Do not let it condemn you. It, it cannot condemn you. Amen? It's true. Why, Emmanuel? Jesus is with me. He's with me. And when there's Jesus, there's no condemnation. There's no What, what, what condemns you this morning? Maybe something stupid you did when you were in high school. Maybe it's something this week. I'm telling you, it is not in the plan of Christ. It is not in the Christmas story about Jesus leaving heaven, coming to earth as a baby, humbling himself, then eventually dying on a cross for you, that you would know condemnation. And I'm telling you right now, stuff is coming to your mind. Stuff is coming to your heart. We're not going to have some big hour-long sermon about this, but just take hold of it in faith. And let it go. Let Jesus so fill you that there's no room for that condemnation. And what does he say? Well, in Philippians, Philippians 4:13 it says I can do all things through Christ. So right now, a can do kind of spirit comes upon you where there's no condemnation. When you're with Jesus, but you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. So, so learn to let go of whatever it is financially or, or health-wise or friendships, relationships, events. I'm telling you, there are things that haunt people. It is so interesting to, to walk with people. It's not interesting. It's... It's crazy and tragic and and miraculous all at the same time because you can talk with a 60-year-old person and they talk about when they were 18 like it was yesterday. An event that happened that one summer with that one person and some stupid decision they made and it haunts them. And Jesus said, there's no condemnation when it comes to me. Let that condemnation stop and let the Holy Spirit fill you and say, you can do all things through Christ. This year there's hope. This year there's hope when it comes to, hey, get to church. Awesome. Cool. Up until this point, let it go. Let it go. Well, you know, I'm a bad friend. You know, everyone told me that I don't return text messages, I don't I don't call you back, or I let people down. Let the condemnation stop this morning. Let him strengthen you. That this year you can do all things. You will, by Christ's strength, be a better friend, love people better, be there for people, get into shape. Get healthy, get your finances in order, but you can only do it through the strength that comes from Christ because he's with you. He's with you. He loves you. It's true. And so this morning, we let it go. We let it go. Whatever it is, whatever condemns you, whatever comes against you, whatever comes to punish and torment you this morning is not of Christ. And you think, well, he doesn't like sin, and I'm sure God wants me to change. And you know what? He just wants to love you. He just wants to give you. He already gave you his life. And so this morning, whatever it is, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And the worst thing that we, we start to do is we start to think, well, you know, there we go again on New Year's resolutions and the start of the year. You know what? Let that condemning voice of you said this every year since you were two, okay? And, and it's probably not going to happen. There you go again. That's the that's, that's condemning voice right there. That's not Christ. That's not hope. That's not faith. That's not love. I don't care if you've started a fad diet for the last 40 years of your life. You can do all things through Christ this January. And everyone might mock you like they mock me, okay? Isaac's talking about, you know, it's summer and it's swimming season and I need to lose 10 pounds. And, well, the winter, it's hot tub season, right? So I'm always like, well, it's hot tub season. I need to lose a few pounds. And whatever it is, you know what? Sometimes it's not even about the way. I just want to be healthy for my kids so I can live a long life and have more energy. And this is my year. This is my year to drink wheatgrass and eat green and, you know, here and there and everywhere. Maybe live a life of balance, absolutely. But you know what? This is my year to, to, to be healthy. This, what, what does this year represent to you? Do not let condemnation come and say, you know what? It's always going to be like it always was. You know what? All things are made new in Christ. His mercies are new every morning. His grace is sufficient. He's for me, not against me. And He's Emmanuel. He's with me. And when He's with me, He'll strengthen me to do all things. Amen? Amen? And so this morning, if you've never given your life to Christ, or you've given your life to Christ but there's condemnation, let him deal with the condemnation, because condemnation and sin was already nailed to the cross, and so our minds need to be renewed, our lives are built upon the promises of God, and let him right now remind you of what he did on the cross. You know what's interesting? Is we always give the ministry of the Holy Spirit the, the ministry of conviction. I grew up with the Holy Spirit will convict you. Don't worry, Jared. Holy Spirit will convict you of sin. And so you walk around, you're like, oh, it's the Holy Spirit convicting me. And it's like the ministry of the Holy Spirit. You know what? Scripturally, there's really only one or two verses that have to deal with that when it comes to the Holy Spirit. That the main ministry of the Holy Spirit is to actually remind you of the promises that are in Jesus. He said the Holy Spirit will remind you. The Holy Spirit will bring to remembrance the finished work of the cross. And what Jesus did once and for all 2,000 years ago. Forgiving you of sin and giving you something you never could deserve. But he gave you his life and a life more abundantly. And the Holy Spirit is actually here to remind us of the promises of God and who we are in Christ. And what he has for us. And, and, his, and his grace and his mercy. and His grace. Getting something we don't deserve is mercy. Not getting something we do deserve. It's a scandal. It doesn't make sense. But it's the gift of Christ. That's why it's good news. And as Jesus, as living lives, to be like him. I believe it's our ministry to release condemnation off people. And release a can-do spirit in their life this week this holiday season start to practice get out of old habits it's hard with family sometimes this year I'm gonna I'm gonna finish working on the car car sitting in the garage oh dad please say yeah that's right dad you can. that's right this year you know I'm gonna finish that book oh he's been talking about that for 20 years you know what? You can and you will. I'm going to start taking instruments. I'm going to start taking lessons, piano. I'm going to start learning an instrument. You know what? That person's been saying that. for. Don't be someone's worst condemning voice. Stand with them like Christ would and say, you know what? You can. You will. Baby, this is your year that's right you're going to write that song that's right you're going to finish that book that's right you're going to get into shape that's right you're going to start that clothing line and start that business and restore that friendship and and, and move into a new way of life that's right there's no condemnation to those that are in Jesus even if you are a Seahawk fan okay today is your day to become a Niner fan it's okay I'm sorry Mark I'm just kidding Yeah, you know your team is better than mine stinking Seahawks today today we need to be the ones that have the word of God just flowing out of us in every way that we can stand with people and like the Holy Spirit and like Jesus say you can this is your year, this is your week I'm telling you 2014 is going to be the best year of your life I believe it that's hype that's flesh you know what even that, some of us are going to feel that. Here we go again. I'm, I, you know, I'm just getting hyper. Or that person's hyper. Or that person's going to church now, you know, and so now they're all excited about God. That's right. That's right. In a sarcastic, depressed, negative sort of world that we live in, God help us if we're not salt and light. And one of the best ways we can be Jesus is by breaking condemnation off people and releasing a spirit. If you can do it, I believe in you. I believe that this is your year. We're going to baptize Hunter right now in Jesus' name. Let's stand up this morning.